I'm looking at the the the, the Twitter trending topics right now are really really rough. Nazi Germany, transgenderism, John Fetterman. I don't think I even want to know what that's about. Please, uh, fellas. He probably got out of clin- clinical uh, treatment for his depression, I guess. Yeah. Uh, just as long as he didn't say anything fucked up. That's really all I care about. Yeah, no, he probably, probably didn't. Congratulations to Kellyanne Conway on her divorce. Oh, oh yeah. really? Yeah. Yes, Queen. Uh, yeah, uh, Donald Trump uh, on Truth Social, the only real social media platform. Congratulations to Kellyanne Conway on her divorce from her wacko husband, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Kellyanne Conway. Free at last, she has finally gotten rid of the disgusting albatross around her neck. She is a great person and will now be free to lead the kind of life that she deserves. And it will be a great life without the extremely unattractive loser by her side. <laughs> that's not real, is no, it? No, that is, that is 100% real. Oh my god, wow. that's incredible. It is truth verified. Wow. Bring my man back. I wonder if his campaign's like, you know, you got to go back to being super, super bitchy online. People like when you're petty and messy. Call people losers. Say they're ugly. The best thing, though, about Truth Social is that, like, the the replies to every Trump tweet are, and this is, I'm just reading it, someone with the, uh, um, with the name question everything, and it's just a, a picture of, of a, um, uh, Merrick Garland that says this is the head of Biden's Gestapo. He is a traitor. So remember this: a traitor naturally sees a patriot as a dangerous extremist. Like that's that's just it's totally normal. All it's the just, comments. Where, that. Where, where's the lie? Yeah. Every just, patriot I see. His supporters are the smartest, the most beautiful. Yeah. They're they're pretty. Uh, they're brain geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of running for president. Our girl, Marianne Williamson, has announced officially in a very, uh, I, I, I'm going to say a very good video. I think it's good. Oh, I hell yeah. She did a good job. You want to watch it? Yeah, I do. Well, here you go. I'm Marianne Williamson. And when I was growing up, America had a vibrant middle class. The average Boo, American worker class. had decent Boo, that's benefits, one ding. could afford a home, could afford a car, could afford Boo, a yearly cars. vacation, <laughs> could afford for one member of the couple to stay home if they wished, and could afford to send their kids to college. College. But over the last 50 years, there's been a massive transfer of wealth to the tune of $50 trillion from the bottom 90% of Americans to the top 1%, Boo, 1%, decimating America's middle class. We all owe President Biden a debt of gratitude for Boo, defeating President, President Trump in 2020. <laughs> but with the things that they're going to be throwing at us in 2024, we need to submit to the American people an agenda of fundamental economic reform, universal health care, tuition-free colleges at state colleges and universities, higher education, including tech schools, paternity and maternity leave, free child care, and a guaranteed living wage. These are things that are considered moderate positions in every other advanced democracy. But in the United States, people have been trained to expect too little. The American people have been played. What the Democratic Party should do is to truly return to the principles of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Not just alleviate people's suffering, but offer them genuine economic reform. Not just help people survive in an unjust system. The Democratic Party should end an unjust system. Washington, D.C., with a few brave exceptions, is filled with two major categories of leaders. Those who don't even care about all the suffering that's going on out there, and those who do not have the moral courage to fix it. Let me in there. I will. I want to let Marianne in there. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll let her in wherever she wants. (laughs) I'll let Marianne in there. Let me in there. I'm wondering if that's going to be like her campaign slogan. Let me in there. Let me in there. God, that's a good one. Right? Let me in there. (laughs) Let me in there. Let me root around in that. What do you you got going? Hell yeah. So to me, she comes off as like a more kind of rhetorically intellectual Bernie Sanders. She's using basically the exact same talking points but instead of saying every other major country in the world she's saying every other advanced democracy Democracy. in the world yeah Yeah. um you know instead of uh you know talking about tuition-free state colleges for everyone bernie sanders would just say you know free college and uh, so that's kind of what i think her rhetorical style is anyway a little softer more feminine obviously yeah which i appreciate she's looking great yeah yeah Yeah, she looks fantastic and 
I, I can't I can't wait to see uh the like the back like the um the somersaults people will do to uh make sure that uh Marianne Williamson is sexist. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, against Biden, right? Yes. It's like that's the only way this can play out. Or it's like anti-Irish racism or something. I don't know. I, they have to, I, like I don't that. I don't know how they but they'll figure it out. <laughs> How to get like a, a a lady to be racist or sexist against the oldest man? Yeah, I hope so. Or ageist? Yeah, she could be ageist. That could, could really wrap ageist. up a lot of things. Yeah, ableist. On. Yeah, Me- mental, mentally yeah. ableist. Yeah, <laughs> so there is actually so one criticism of Marianne Williamson that I am inclined to agree with is, uh, you know, ableism, mostly from the 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 spiritual uh, ableist. The spirit. The the self help like. You know the the kind of self help messaging that she you that used to be much more prominent, mm-hmm. I think, in her her writing and her work, which was basically like something that she said in the last election, which got like more gruff than I more guff than I thought that it deserved, but um, was basically like we don't have a you know a health care system, we have like a sick care system or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just designed to keep you sick, and I think that that's true. But for some people, the way that that sounds is like that their sickness isn't real, that it's been Mm. like imposed on them. Mm. And I can understand that. Trust me, as somebody who has suffered with bipolar disorder for a very long time, I too have often wondered if, you know, what I experience is real or if it's just doctors trying to push drugs on me. Um, I've seen a lot of doctors to deal with that feeling. (laughs) But, you know, so there is like that. And especially in a lot of her stuff from like 2009, 2010, 2011, um, she definitely she was woo woo to the point of like, just do yoga, you know, like, have you tried meditation kind of stuff? Hey, and, you know, it's like whenever I think about, you know, trying to give uh, generalized advice to like, you know, a population of people with myriad of different reasons for being the way that they are. um, I can totally understand that, like, you know, a lot of generally good advice can come off as just like bootstraps, ideology stuff, just like, well, you know, just stop being, you know, clinically depressed. Yeah, just go for a run. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, the, these things aren't bad advice uh, in, in in general, uh, but because, you know, like you never really know who you're talking to or like where they're coming from, what they've tried or whatever, it can definitely come off as. Uh, Especially if you're somebody who's been chronically ill for a long time, because every, you have been offered every single piece of wellness advice that exists in the world. Mm-hmm. So I know that like for a lot of these folks who kind of, bristle at marianne williamson being popular among any demographic it it comes from that place of just being like you know the kind of shill messagery messaging of of you know self the self-help industry and it is an industry that marianne williamson has profited from yeah um can be very demeaning and to see somebody who has espoused those views take the national stage is a little you know i can understand why it would be concerning for some people they're not concerns that i share for whatever it's worth like i think that advising people to eat well and to exercise and do those things is is perfectly fine and i have never taken anything that she said to mean that like people are fa- like that people aren't really sick mm-hmm. but i understand where it comes from i guess i would say there there's that like bad faith engagement that's like endemic to twitter where you're it's like uh you everyone should eat a salad every day and then like someone comes in and they're like <laughs> oh that's really interesting to say to someone that doesn't have a mouth or something you know yeah. like right, something yeah, like absolutely. insane like that yeah. and like i'm, I'm sure it doesn't have the requisite gut flora to be able yeah, to process some of us get farty from diet. salads and we work jobs that won't allow us to be farty all day long <laughs> So check, check your privilege to be able to be farty for eating kale all day. <laughs> so there is there is definitely a lot of that yeah. a, 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 against Mary Newell, where they'll take like one fairly innocuous quote from 2014 and act as if that summarizes her entire political ethos, which obviously is, you know, if 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 all of us were subject to that kind of scrutiny, we would never be allowed to say or do anything. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to get the same people that have uh, consistently for like the last two years responded to polls like anybody but biden he's too old yeah. to immediately be like spoiler she's trying to spoil it she's trying to give it to trump again <laughs> she's a crypto fascist blah 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 like it's gonna be well immediate. and that's why she puts yeah. in there that like you know that kind of weird disjointed like i thank president biden for, <laughs> right. yeah. like she puts that in there to try to offset that criticism that surely is coming 
hopefully knowing full well if she has like more than two brain cells to rub together that that won't matter they'll say that anyway mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. well and, and especially since uh, you know it's an incumbent democrat which he said when he ran that he would be a one-term president he well, said that he he didn't really say exactly that what did he say i remember him saying it, essentially like i i plan to be a, like a transition president or something like he's, so he's, okay. he's, he's, he knows that there are three genders and he's transitioning <laughs> i'm there to kill the cheeto pre- jack yeah yeah Just let, let me cook <laughs> so there was uh, what was reported at the time was that biden was signaling that he Signal. would not run again in 2024 and aides and advisors uh called him a transition figure but i have never been able because this comes up all the time people yeah. on the left say this all the time i have never ever once been able to find a quote from biden saying that he would not run in 2024 if you know that and you send that to me please because i would love to mm. see it i just have never been able to find it myself well the cool thing is that if you just keep saying it it becomes true <laughs> it becomes true <laughs> yeah that yeah. is that yeah. is the best part um so well, yeah I, he I said heard, he'd be a one-term president yeah well it. the word on the street is marion williamson is going to give us all free health care and yeah. we don't need to actually popular mo- popularly mobilize for some type of social revolution um it's just an election folks we just gotta <laughs> get the right person in there and then immediately everything will fix um, yeah. well th- actually l- l- let's get this out of the out of the way first even if joe biden uh was definitely gonna run let's get rid of the whole thing where it's like the incumbent just like gets to be the the candidate for that party. Fuck that. Get rid of that. It, like it, I I don't even want to hear that like argument anymore. It's it's a dumb it's a dumb precedent. It's like if yeah. if you, if you have someone in office in a par- in one given party and no one likes that motherfucker, <laughs> if things then, are going well, then then, then uh, run someone else. Yeah. <laughs> or, or 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 don't even like run you, someone else. You, you just, just want, you other just, people should be able to run within that party. Like, you just want the red team to win, okay? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, and yeah. honestly, kind of sus. Unity. I do want the I red just, team to win. It's just a different kind of red team. <laughs> Not that red team. It's a red army. Um, just so in, in October of 2019, AP asked him very directly if he was going to, if he would promise, uh, if he, if he would say that he would not run for a second term. And his response was, I feel good. And all I can say is watch me. You'll see. It doesn't mean I would run a second term. I'm not going to make that judgment at this moment. I just mm. feel good, Jack. I'm feeling good. Feeling fine. So we are today. We're recording a bonus episode, but the one after today is. So the ne- so the next one, mm-hmm. um, we are going to do a full episode on Marianne Williamson. Fuck yeah. We're going to be it. unfairly scrutinizing. I'm going to be reading every tweet from 2008 to see what she was saying about <laughs> fat people. And I'm going to tell you all of it. Um, you're going yeah. to read all the, all the secret knockoff books, like, like yeah. The, yeah, exactly. the secret yeah. knockoff yep. Yep. books. Yeah. Yep. And so, uh, patreon.com slash ironweeds. If you want to help pay, help me pay Marianne Williamson for all of her esoteric knowledge. Cause I am probably <laughs> going to have to buy some of these books to read them. Um, unless I can find them on the dark web or if you have a copy. So. Also, you know, feel free to, uh, slide into her DMS and, uh, suggest At she take us up on her, our offer of, uh, uh, promotional, uh, interview yeah. uh, for her campaign. Cool. And Could yeah. you guys fucking imagine? <laughs> so I mean, there's no way <laughs> well, it would ever uh, happen. Uh, hi, ma'am. Uh, how are, <laughs> I thank you, and uh, I, I'm happy that we manifested you today. I <laughs> want you to know that um, you are good, and uh, thank you. First question: I like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a three-way it, crush on Mary. Yeah, it, it would be it would be that, but like smoother. Yeah. Yeah, totally smoother. Yeah, we'd have to we'd have to give David a fucking couple of him before the interview to make sure he's chill enough for it. <laughs> Get him loosened up. Yeah. I mean we we do have a precedent. We have We have had a presidential uh, candidate on the yeah. show before. And so you know, um yeah, shout out to Vermin. Um yeah. yeah. We we could go for two for two. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, we'll, sure. We'll see. Uh but yeah, I I, I very much doubt that the uh DNC is going to allow a, the primary to be a thing which is to say oh, yeah, uh, it'll yeah. be interesting to see how they fuck it up this time <laughs> yeah, right. um, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah who they get to make the phone calls this time <laughs> yeah if biden were to drop dead though it would definitely like change the whole um 
uh, gay board as yeah. it relates to the uh, <laughs> fucking whip. <laughs> I thought you said gay board. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> either way, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get a. Uh, yeah. Then it would be a. You'd uh, have Pete. We'd have all the yep. hits. Yeah. Well, no. You'd. Ha- well, it would be. Uh, 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 Wait. Are we still t- talking about the game board? <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, um, do you think we, Clint we, Hillary would run again if Biden? Because there's no way no. Hillary's going to run against Biden. But if he no. died, I don't think so. You don't think so? Maybe Mecca Hillary. Maybe <laughs> she'll come back with like you know like uh, some cyborg or a cyberpunk like um, add-ons and yeah. stuff, and she'd be like, "Now I've got the tech." <laughs> no, now it's going to be it. Because that, that, that makes a uh, uh, Kamala the the uh, incumbent, and she would. She would totally take that. Like she, ha- she, she would want it. She would go for it. Do you think she would win? Then? I, I Do you think, think she'd she win, win a primary? I don't think there would be a primary. Because, because then, then it's oh, I'm this sorry. Is de- you, this is kind of depressing. You want you want to primary the first black woman president? That's very true. Yeah, that would be absolutely. How it would go. Yeah, that's an end end of conversation. Hmm. But you know, Marianne Williamson is her own type of minority because she does have a mid Atlantic accent. That's a good point. You don't see those, <laughs> yeah, those are, that's, pr- that's practically it's a, a dead that's language. A dying ethnicity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, she would be the first Jewish president too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a big deal. Plus, that is a big deal. Plus, That's a huge deal. The first, uh, <laughs> the first president to have um, uh, actually met Clockwork Elves. Yeah, uh, which true. would be, you know, I think a very <laughs> big improvement. I don't know. I, I, I look, at, look at look at the thousand mile stare that Kamala has. Sometimes I think she might have <laughs> might have met a few. God, she is just on like so, just really the greatest drugs. Just. Just the greatest drug cocktail ever. She is having a fucking blast 24-7. I'm really just... Like, she's answering questions Hi. about, like, you know, children being kidnapped at the border, and she's just like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, even better, what if she's not on any drugs at all? She's just high on I life, don't know. Yeah. So, uh, uh, CPAC was this weekend. Yep. I have to yeah. watch all of it. I yeah. have watched none of it so far, but I need to change that to having watched all of it. But yes, go on. <laughs> um, and someone named uh, uh, Michael Knowles. Does it, I don't know who that is, though. Yeah, I don't know. He's Knowles. probably just like an advisor or some shit. Yeah. Um, he uh, he said this. There can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism. It is all or nothing. If transgenderism is true, if men really can become women then it's true for everybody of all ages. If transgenderism is false, as it is, if men really can't become women, as they cannot, then it's false for everybody, too. And if it's false, then we should not indulge it, especially since that indulgence requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. If it is false, then for the good of society, and especially for the good of the poor people who have fallen prey to this confusion, transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. Wow. The whole preposterous yeah. ideology. Wow. At every level. That didn't take very long at all. No, it did not. A total not. eradication, elimina- eliminationist um, campaign yeah. on the right for um, denying who people are. Yeah. Wow. Um, Consenting adults. And this is how you know that it was never about children. It was never about grooming. It was never about drag queen story hour. It was always about... Norms and uh, customs. Norms and and deviance. And like the destruction of anyone considered deviant. And, uh, you know, a danger to the rest of, 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 uh, you know, good God-fearing society. I bet you anything this guy supports child marriage laws. Yeah, right? He definitely thinks the age of consent could be lower. That's for sure. And I also think it's not a... um, uh, it's not an oversight. I, I think there's there's something to the fact that he's saying uh, men can be women, and he never goes, he never thinks about women becoming men. And that, yeah, quote unquote. You know, like I know that that's not, you know, like the, the whole the whole construction of what he's talking about is wrong and and cruel. But like the the um the fact that they, that they're focused on trans women on trans women, yeah. I think is important. Also, because I. Th- Mostly because I think the idea of trans men 
is terrifying to them. I'll put it this way, is that, like, uh, trans men and trans women, right, are, um, are different. And, like, I, I think there's always a political point when someone like that is only picking one of them. I think it, it I honestly, I think, I think it just like terrifies him. The, the idea that like, like, Oh, oh uh, like that, that women that like, I, I, I don't know that like any woman uh, to him, it'd probably be something like any woman could become a man suddenly. And that would make me gay. Like what if one of my ex-girlfriends became a man? <laughs> just like, I actually like, think it's I, the total opposite. Oh, I yeah. think that they, I think that trans men are kind of treated as like an innocuous, you know, more like a tomboy than like an actual threat to society. And this is just like my, just, just from watching how people talk about this. I'm not like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, step out of my own lane either, but just the way that I see right wingers talk about it, it seems like trans men are just not considered a threat and trans women are you know a a threat to western society just western civilization as we know it and i think a lot of it is fear of being attracted to a trans woman yeah and what that says about your sexuality fear that you yourself could become a trans woman and what that says about your sexuality i think that it, it is rooted in like a psychosexual um um fear of you know the contours of of sex and gender yeah. and i i agree with you and i think that you know it, it, beyond the the direct homophobia of it all it's a crisis of like masculinity which is to say like the you know somebody to, for somebody to be as concerned about someone else's gender like that just screams like i am severely insecure about gender like i'm severely severely insecure like i can't um i can barely contain two genders i can barely handle the fact that there are two genders you cannot make my wife has different genitals it freaks me (laughs) out it freaks me out god that reminds there was like zoomer discourse on twitter about like genital like uh like quote-unquote female genitals being disgusting what kicked off like a whole you know the 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 zoomers are like kind of prudish in a way that's a little uh, frankly a little concerning i think really um yeah like they're they're they they seem kind of disgusted by sex a lot of the time did you ever read cat's cradle i think we've talked about this i've never read it now oh well like at the end of Cat's Cradle, basically, there's, like, an apocalypse where all of the water solidifies at, like, room temperature. And, like, the world oh, yeah, is, like, I've seen that. totally, yeah, I did totally read that in college, fucked yeah, up yeah. and stuff. And uh, this guy is, like, trying to, like, get with this, like, babe on this island. And then the babe who he's trying to get with is just like, uh, yeah, no, I'm not having sex with you. Like, look at what the future is like. Do you want a kid to happen? <laughs> like, like, this is the end of the world. Like, no. Like, sex is not a thing that we're going to do. <laughs> and, um, you, you know, he's like, oh, I guess, I guess it really is all about reproduction and like the future. <laughs> like, so I think that maybe the zoomers are having like a, uh, a prudish reaction or turn, uh, to the fact that like the future is so fucked up that like, you know, the idea of reproduction and the things that, uh, lead to it as being like inherently or like instinctually anathema to their general, you know, uh, worldview and, and desire. I think that they've just grown up in a hypersexualized society surrounded by v- images of sex constantly from the time they were children on their phones, in their pockets, in their bedrooms at night. So you think they're just bored and with it? I, well, and on top of that, they're the most alienated generation that, you know, we've ever seen. Like they are, uh, I think profoundly lonely and, um, they've gone through a pandemic at a very young uh, impressionable age, yeah, and I, th- I think it's overdetermined. There are hundreds of factors that go into it, but um, yeah, I think it's and it's fi- it's fine. It's not a big deal to not want to fuck. Like we should just you know, but let it them is, figure it out. <laughs> but like there was this one, this one kid said like you know if you have sex with your children in the house, like you're you're like sexually abusing your children. If your children can walk in and see you having sex, that's that's abuse. Wait, like barge into your bedroom door like you you need to be totally like able to be seen at any time by your kid you should get a babysitter you should get a babysitter and go to a hotel if you want to have sex oh yeah that's very japanese (laughs) like like that that whole idea of like love hotels do you think they're gonna uh, become popular with the zoomer generation oh yeah that could happen yeah i i honestly i just kind of think that that's also just like it's a posting. Young, it's 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 posting, and it's a young person like 
not under like like still having like parenthood pretty far away from them and just like not you know like figuring out that like your parents had sex while you were in the house is like weird and then like you politicize that and you turn it into like a bigger thing i don't know i think i think it's just yeah young, i used young to be totally doing, freaked out yeah. about that when i was a teenager like my parents have sex like that's that's gross no and i'm sure there's but, a non-zero uh amount of parents that are uh very um Te- telegraphing that they're having sex and that might be gross when you're a teenager um but like we went over the course of just a couple hundred years from the norm being everybody sleeping in the same like room. two room yeah. house where everybody knew what everybody was doing 100 percent of the time to like this sort of hyper atomized like six bedroom house in the suburbs norm where like you know, you have to get a babysitter and go to a hotel to have sex with your husband. Like, that's, you know, it's fast. It's, is it? Listen, as a whole, wherever you look, our relationship with sex is pretty, it's getting pretty strange, guys. Pretty, it's pretty weird. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, honestly, I don't really pay that much attention to any sex that isn't mine that is being had around me. Um, but eyes, eyes on your own plate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got blinders yeah, on. I'm running it. my own race that's here, okay? Yeah. It'll be really interesting to see what is a bridge too far for, like, the American right wing. Because, like, that speech right there was, like, some straight-up Nazi That's shit. Nazism. Yeah, yeah like, that's that was absolute Nazism. Straight-up Nazism. Well, like, well, the, the um, like, four different publications, like, put a headline that was, like, CPAC speaker calls for the eradication of trans people. And they, and the reply was, uh, that's libel. Um, because it's the eradicate ratification of transgenderism, transgenderism. right? Which which That's is like, a, that, no, I didn't say Jews. I said Judaism. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's right. Different. Yeah, yeah. All they have to do is convert to Catholicism, says the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. There's just and like Martin Luther. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but the, not to Catholicism. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, um, it's a, it's a they, ha- they know they have to soft pedal it a little bit, right? And they have to say, they have to, like, just change it just a little bit for plausible deniability at, like, uh, I, I don't know, I, I need to, like, map this out, but it, because it's like, you say that it's not, it's, it's way more overt than dog whistling, right? But you have to be able to say something that, uh, you can then repudiate when someone says like a clearer version of what you just said, and, the, and which then gives fodder to like the uncles in the world for when you're like, uh, well, Republicans want to kill, you know, like eradicate trans people. The you know they can say no, that's not what he said. You and, want like, to they, eradicate mental illness, uh, well, which and, every single trans person <laughs> is a victim of. Well, it really all that it does is it just lets you flip the conversation to the failing media, right? Is that the, the is that media lies? Biased right? media and biased media, media. Yeah. right? And but you can just this, have that conversation. They had the sa- the same exact thing happened with homosexuality in like the 70s, 80s, yeah. 90s, even into the aughts. Was like, "No, no, no, we're not trying to get rid of gay people. We just don't want them to be all gay and stuff." Yeah. <laughs> And ever not even in their own bedrooms. And if there's this disease that kills just them, let's just let that happen. That's God's will. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, well, I, you know, it doesn't, I don't know if we should spend federal money on something that only hurts, like, a small portion of the American public. Right. Yeah, yeah fuck these Nazis. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, fuck these Nazis. <laughs> like, it, it sucks that they're out there. Uh, maybe it's a good thing that they're uh, probably playing their hand a little too hard, and maybe there will be some common sense backlash to this whole fucked up uh angle on uh people's uh gender and sexuality um and but i don't know this is a f- this is a fucking crazy story oh, i gotta pull up reader view because this website is just you mean mm- you mean cnn <laughs> yeah and by website i mean cnn i mean all websites just you know one of the <laughs> largest most prominent news providers in the country maybe even the world uh, with a website that makes it illegible. That's yep. great. Yep. What if all the right wingers um, start taking sleeping pills and mass to like put a final end to wokeism? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if they took so many sleeping pills <laughs> that they never woke up? What if all the conservatives did that? <laughs> 
and then they never woke up. Yeah. That, that then they they would win. Then they yeah, then they would be winning Please, because they would never be woke ever again. <laughs> Don't do it. All right. Stop. <laughs> so this story is pretty um pretty pretty a pretty wild ride. So Raul Rodriguez was a um had spent years working as a customs and border patrol officer. And uh, he had helped deport thousands of people while working for that department. Um, and before that, he worked for Immigration and Neutralization Service. Naturalization. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that was a Freudian slip, wasn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Immigration and Naturalization Service. Um, and then he found out that uh, he had fought... fought forged documents that he was not born in the United States. He was, in fact, born in Mexico. Whoa. And he was here as an undocumented immigrant. Whoa. Uh, so he self-deported, right? So he is currently here, like, going through the visa process. You what? Know, which is a long, difficult, complicated process that takes years and years. I thought you had to go back to Mexico for that. Well, it depends now. on if you have a good attorney. Yeah, right. It's, yeah. Look, this is the thing with all of this shit. Right. Is, it depends it, on how good your attorney it, is. It depends yeah. on, you know, a judge, how much money judges have. decide yeah. this. Yeah. Like, you know, judges and um, magistrates decide, like, whether or not you get to stay. So if you have an attorney and they're, they give even a shit about you, then you're probably in a pretty good position. And so that's basically what's happened to him. He's, he's living here um, and trying to get through the visa system. But he like he served in the military. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In Iceland, that was a that was a really like dangerous mission. Yeah, in- well, he also served in the Persian Gulf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, yeah. oh, Andy was military police, like the worst kind. Yeah, wow. even the, your other your fellow soldiers hate you. Like you're a cop. <laughs> for, you, you went for to the, the military. The you world? decided to be a cop. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh man, I remember I almost got in a fight with somebody when I was like blackout drunk at like 21 and being really reckless and irresponsible. And uh, I don't even really remember this event except that my roommate at the time told me about it. But apparently, I was outside of a bar and like this guy was like, "Oh, military police!" and getting it like up in my face. And I just got up in his face. And I said. Fuck the military and fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very Chris Gully yeah. uh, early 20s story for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's wild that this guy can serve in the military, uh, work for two government agencies, dealing with immigration and, and deportations, and all through that, not only not get busted for having forged birth certificate documents, but also at the end of it, they still won't make you a fucking citizen. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. If you served in the military and you get caught, you know, like not having proper documentation, they ought to just give you that. Just I mean, like, isn't is that it, the deal? Isn't that been the deal for like ever, right? Like if you join, you know, the Imperium and you fight in the, you know, the Emperor's Wars. Yeah, like since you, like the Hoplites. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> That's how it's worked since, like, Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, yeah. service equals citizenship. I've I've watched Starship <laughs> Troopers. Like, that's supposed to be how this works. Yeah, I, I it's, uh, what's crazy, I, for me, the crazy thing about this is all the people that want to help him that have, like, I, I, I guess it's good intentions. I don't know. It's really, it's all fucking weird. He's like, I'm, uh, there's this, like, uh, lady that runs a program that basically helps uh, uh, um, veterans repatriate our patriots. Repatriate our patriots. Whoa. Worst? No, Whoa. that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. you go to you go to the gulag for that one. Yeah, that's awful. Um, uh, yeah, it works to help deported veterans and veterans at risk of deportation. Um, which is like. I, 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 I guess I'm trying to... Veterans like, at risk of deportation. Should such exist. A yeah, that's, right. yeah that's a right. wild type of person. Yeah, I think it's crazy that, that that could be a possibility at all. And yet, I also feel like if you focus only on that, is also kind of 
weird to me is like oh okay well because you you were you're a veteran you deserve to be here right no but like the person that like you know uh, uh made sure that uh uh you know like there's enough iceberg lettuce to go to yum food so i can get a crunchwrap supreme with lettuce in it like no that person fuck you yeah, that, that person is doing a lot more good for the world than anybody who served <laughs> in the military if you <laughs> were getting street. lettuce to our treats but the thing is i think i think probably why chris and i express shock over it is because at least if we are to try to imagine the you know the american imperial um like like consciousness as internally coherent you would think that this person would not have this problem yeah right like it it is um it is insanity that even this even the most like venerated like lauded person in our society the veteran they even they get fucked by the system do you imperium ain't loyal yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a dark thought but do do you think on the deportation flight they get to um get on the plane first because they're a veteran (laughs) dude (laughs) yeah no this whole thing is so fucked so fucked i mean i'm leaving that in (laughs) i think it's just crazy that that was a great forgery Right, that was a really good forgery. Yeah, <laughs> someone could get that guy. If you were able to get <laughs> yeah. that far into the yeah. government, yeah, that's a good so, forgery. So, how did he find out? And did he like he self- his dad? His dad told him. And did he self-report? Like, why didn't he just like shut the fuck up about it? Because apparently, it's <laughs> like not he a did problem. Self-report, actually. <laughs> wow. I think one thing that gets me the the thing that originally made me feel really weird about the the NGO that tries to help specifically veterans. Uh, uh, stay in this country is is the quote from uh, the vice president that uh, of that organization where she says it was his job. Speaking of uh, customs and border patrol, um, some jobs are not the best, but we all have to say the word Bart. Follow oh, orders. orders. <laughs> oh man! Uh, and, and, and like that. <sighs> it's just like it's all so fucking cursed and bad it's just yeah this is so this is pretty fucked up actually um so he says that he will never speak to his father again because because his father lied to him about his his you know his place of his place of birth basically um he says uh so after he kind of came out and i guess did self self report his friends at the cbp and in law enforcement um stopped speaking to him didn't want anything to do with him he got you know he basically got shit from both ends where it was like you know people like anti-immigrant people were like you're a fucking fraud and an, and a, you know a dirty immigrant and you need to go back to your country and then pro-immigrant people were like this is what you get for doing this to your own you know, wow. and so we basically just had no, like, had no home because he was, you know, loathed by both sides. Yeah. Wow. But now he does work for this organization, and he he had the balls to say it started off as a nightmare, but then it turned out to be holy moly, this is what I was meant to do. Oh, good. I'm glad you got. Yeah. To once do it what affects, once it negatively yeah, affects it, you, yeah. Then exactly. you, you know, then you make the right decision. Yes. Which of course is. So is this guy like feeling bad at all about? Put, throwing people out on their ear like he might be thrown out. I mean, he, everybody has to follow orders. <sighs> I have a, I have a, yeah, I have a really hard time gathering sympathy for this guy. Well, uh, yeah, I really I, don't I have, have a real hard time. With I that. mean, especially because he's still here. Yeah, and has a whole organization of attorneys behind him trying to help him stay here. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't feel that much sympathy for him either. To be perfectly honest, especially like he's a cop. Yeah, I mean, this feels like. Um, I know that I, I guess this guy isn't white uh, now, <laughs> uh, but but like this this is a really clear picture of like the false wages of whiteness, right? Because that, that's the thing, right? Like being white is uh, a social category, right? It's not it's not you know race is socially constructed, and th- and we're watching race being like adjudicated, right? Yeah, it's like th- this is how different groups of people get admitted into being white is that like you you have to do certain things show your loyalty to certain institutions and then after that and if enough of the like that category of people do that they get let into whiteness yeah and that's what this is and it's fucking gross 
and like that that's why like i i don't and it's also like it's why the when the irish joined the police forces yeah. across this country yeah, that's a that's, big part of how they it. became white yeah and and i i think that's uh, uh I, that, I think that's also why like the current formulation of identity politics as it as it is now like you know filtered through like several different um layers of of sabotage of like uh, um is that uh now like no he's he isn't white and so he like has to be I, I don't know there's like something there where it's like you lose the dynamic nature of of race right in discussing this case but like no this is actually race being formed this is this is whiteness happening it's it, it, you're well, building it right now and like and you, and you can lose it yeah well yeah, yeah. It, 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 whether or not it's it's race is definitely like adjacent to all the other hierarchical like categories or castes or, or classes that separate and put people in different boxes and and stuff totally arbitrarily uh, and the idea that this is like literally coming down to like holy paperwork and like whether yeah, like right, the, yeah. the sanctity of the paper with the ink on it is like the basis of all of this like oh no it's like when people are like oh no that our marriage it wasn't done by a certified priest it's like oh, we're not married ah it's like a sitcom trope you know yeah. like it it's so fucking it it's obviously absurd. The whole thing is absurd. Like the whole thing of like citizen and like, oh, you're subject to these laws and privileges because you, you know, the, the holy sacrament of the paper signing and the stamp from the, you know, the, the hospital that, you know, uh, says that you are this citizen happened. Therefore, boom, you know, this literally used to be a religious process. Like the way you were accounted for in the time of like the Holy Roman Empire was like a priest, like literally like put you in the books, like when you were born. And that was like one of their jobs. When you were baptized, yeah. Yeah. And like it, that was when the state as it existed, you know, then uh, would, would, you know, be like, okay, now you are a citizen. You've been put into the process. And like, now you can be drafted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, <but> like, <laughs> well, now you're probably not going to die of some kind of like you know, childhood illness. Yeah. Like, like your nine other brothers and sisters. And now that we live in like a, a mo almost post-religious society, we like see all of that for the hokum that it was, right? Like all this just like... Well, not this guy. Bullshit, right? <laughs> and it, it extends directly into this whole thing of like passports and citizenry and like, you know, what categories you fall into and like, we're going to treat you like you have these rights and privileges until like we find out, oh no, like... 80 years ago, the guy that, uh, you know, signed your legal paperwork, uh, didn't fill out box F4 and, uh, yeah, you are no longer, uh, a legitimate human being in this uh, yeah, I mean, space. I, I think that official documentation like that has a lot of utility. I think it's important living in a complex world that we have a paper trail of when and where we were born. I think people need to have access to that information for all kinds of legitimate reasons, medical, criminal, um, but, you know, the idea that it gets to determine what country you live in and what rights you have access to, that is the absurdity. And that has nothing to do with paperwork. That has to do with, like, a much larger imperial system that, sure. you know, that, that functions solely to deprive certain people of rights. Um, but, but if that paperwork were a little different, different rights would have happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's when you truly see, like, the, the utility of it is that they can just say, they can just nab it. They can say, nope. This wasn't right. Oh no! Now your whole life has fallen to pieces. Um, that's that's the that's the Cersei Lannister uh, uh, theory of power. Theory yeah. of power. Yeah, power is power. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I. There's also. Yeah. It's 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 really disturbing to watch someone who like um, I will disown my father before I like re reexamine. Like, whether or not, like, I, I was withholding. I, I kind of get it. If my mother yeah. had lied to me my entire life about the about the circumstances of my birth. And you made your whole life about being a chud. That, like, <laughs> yeah, and I had, like, oriented my entire life around being, yeah. like, a white woman born yeah. in Georgia. And then it turned out that I was, like, you know, a, still a white woman, but born in Tennessee. Yeah, I'd never speak to her again. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, do, I can't kind of get it. It's a pretty major fucking lie to be told yeah. your whole life by your dad imagine being elizabeth warren <laughs> <laughs> she's probably pissed at yeah. her parents like yeah. holy yeah. shit i lost a, a million dollar bet with trump yeah. over this shit yeah like, i lost an election over it i'm actually yeah. just like imagining that guy like this 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 guy's dad like 
at Thanksgiving, like listening to his like his undocumented son talk about undocumented immigrants and anchor babies. Yeah. And so it just like uh, and like just, a Thanksgiving every year. Under I, your bed. Like, big, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a big fucking fight over it. And he was just like, oh yeah, well guess what? You're born in this country either. Yeah. That would, that would roll. I hope that's how it went down. Yeah. But you would think that he would understand that his father did it for his own good, right? Like, yeah. you would think that he would see that as the act of love that I'm sure it was, right. which was to give you a better life at great risk to himself. The next time this happens, we have to do it on Maury Povich. <laughs> you are not you are a not citizen. A citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Given enough time, I feel like our institutions will start working that way. Maury so, Povich? Yeah, yeah. It was, it, it'll, it'll be like... Like Hunger Games style? It'll be like uh, like television sets all throughout the country? Yeah. We, we're like just, mandatory we're, tuning in for... It's because like, the, like well, how are we going to fund the government without taxes? I know. Let's uh, make it into a TV show and <laughs> yeah. run ads against it. Well, like, what if, um, you know, the, the end scene from Fight Club happens, but instead of it being like everyone's like economic balances gets blown up when the servers get bombed or something, it's just like everyone's government paperwork. And then we have to f- suddenly scramble to figure out who is and who isn't a citizen. We set up like witch trial style, like nonsensical, uh, tests it's like well if you float then you're an american uh, i think i'll do well in those yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm gonna win it's i like, can just tell yeah a feats of strength arm wrestling for citizenship oh, okay. no, no feats uh, of strength that's unfair no yeah the, the, no they'll, they'll do something where it'll be like well uh, because it has to be like cloaked in some sort of uh quasi scientific explanation so it'll be something like well we found out that you know if you live in the united states uh for you know for this many years you will have this sort of uh your your bones will have like a radiation signature from like oh, yeah. all the different like fucking terrible things that we do to the, the environment plastic yeah blood. Blood, yeah <laughs> like you don't have nearly quanta. enough mcdonald's straws in your arteries <laughs> to be an american uh <sighs> all right are you guys ready for a wildflower yeah. yeah let's do it let's do it david this is yours right cdta oh unveils electric bikes electric yeah. bikes <laughs> yeah so we, we got a, our um uh capital district transit authority it's having a banner year hell yeah it's yeah. doing really well they really got a lot going on they expanded to a new county they're starting a new electric uh car share system and now they're also uh, adding to their rentable bikes, rentable e-bikes. Cool. Very cool. That's incredible, because those things are, like, expensive. I'm yeah, like, it's like, like 1200 bucks or something. Yeah, like, you're things. just going to let somebody ride that around? It's got a GPS tracker, right? Well, yeah, but what if they fuck it up? Like, well, throw it into a canal. Uh, yeah, hopefully not. I mean, they're maybe... really heavy. <laughs> Which probably helps. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. I mean, this is one step toward, uh, you know, like library socialism. You know, you make the uh, means of transport just widely available and, you know, collectively owned. Fuck uh, yeah. Excuse me, but what about people like me who can't ride bikes? <laughs> it well, seems that seems like really um, not taking people like me into account. I think that they should be rickshaws. And I think that I should be pulled through the streets of Troy by a by a 14 year old who's doing it for, for lunch money. The, yeah. This is what accessibility looks That's like. That's what accessibility looks <laughs> like. Yeah. Uh, my, my favorite part, I, I, I'm convinced this is CDTA uh, dunking on ride-hailing companies, is that um, the CDT, uh, CDTA rent-by-the-hour electric car share service has garnered the attention of those who previously relied on traditional transportation services. Johanna Uber, her fucking last name is Uber, um, how did part- i not know that who participated in the panel discussion said she used the car share program to get to thursday's event adding oh, that she's this- not the owner of uber okay no, sorry no. no i just okay i'm sorry no no cdta <laughs> f- found someone to put on their panel talking about electric cars or gotcha. their electric car service whose last name is uber <laughs> and that's search engine optimization yeah right yeah <laughs> They're they're also talking about merging with Glens Falls Transit District as well, and like making one big district. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. I love a big district. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, uh, I don't know. That's the whole thing. Is that, yeah, we, that's we're awesome. Getting, we're getting more stuff. Fuck yeah! And new transit hubs. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah! I gotta tell you, I I used to ride the bus all the time because mm-hmm. I didn't have a car, and I rode it to work 
Um, and only recently have I been getting back into riding the bus mm-hmm. because David is gone more and I don't have a car. We, we only have the one car. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten a lot better riding the bus. Really? I think so. I mean, they seem cleaner um, than I remember them being. They, now they have the app, mm-hmm. which, you know, when I was riding the bus last, they only had cards. You had to, like, buy a card. Um, and so now they have the app and you just scan your little QR code. And uh, it's... Yeah, I don't know. I think they're great. Yeah, I I, I get free rides with my SUNY ID, so I, I've never had to do anything else but just swipe my my, my faculty ID. It's so a dollar thirty a ride for like the standard bus rides, not the bus plus, but like a standard bus ride. It's a dollar thirty. That's pretty affordable. That is how mad far, cheap. How far will that take you? It depends. I mean, there's no transfers, so you have to pay a dollar thirty every time you get on a bus. Okay, but like some of those will take you. You know, yeah, it's it's just like until you get off the bus. That's yeah. how far it takes you. Oh, interesting. So yep. even the one that takes you all the way to Albany is still just a buck yep. thirty. Yep. yep, that's awesome. That's way cheaper than gas is to get to Albany. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a model where like they know that you'll overpay for a lot of short trips, but and that subsidizes someone who does like a really a really long trip on the same price. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. But I don't, yeah, I don't know what our fare box recovery rate is though. I think it's still pretty low. They could get rid of the fare boxes <clears> entirely if they got funding somewhere else i think it's probably like 30 percent. yeah but where are they gonna get funding from yeah i know i know yeah uh um and they're gonna open up the the purple line which i'm looking forward to so we have two bus bus rapid transit lines the red and the blue they're gonna upgrade the red because that's that started in 2011 they're gonna upgrade it so it's got all the nice stuff that the blue one has by us and then they're gonna open up the purple one i think in may which i'm stoked about because it goes to the u albany campus i'm gonna Oh, and you the... Albany's purple. That's yeah. neat. Yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of what. It, I, 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 Where will it pick up? Uh, like close to us? No. So like I, I, riverfront. Yeah, I have to. I would have, no. I'd have to do like the blue line to the purple line. So I have to get on the blue line in downtown Troy, and then so tra- that would be transfer. like three buses. No. Yeah. Yeah. If, if uh, so you need to get to the blue line. Yeah. Yeah. So the purple line is um, solving the um, the the division in this country. You know, finally yeah. bridging the yeah. bipartisan, uh, you know, consensus that we need. It's bipartisan bus line takes you right to the mall. Hell yeah. Uh, so fuck yeah, CDTA. Yeah, uh, we the, love you. The seediest TA uh, out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. Hope you enjoyed it. We're about to record a bonus episode on a local Times Union blogger, Christy Gustafson Barletti. Oh, hell yeah. And if you want to hear about that, we... Did us? We talked a quite a long time ago about her complaining about being asked, being being told that she could put a tip on a receipt from a delivery person. Oh right. yeah! So and we've got like, we've got more of that. We've yeah. got more of that yeah. content, and Capital you can get districts it. To John Podhoritz. Yep, <laughs> and you can get that that fantastic, well researched, hard hitting journalistic content for as little as a dollar a month at patreoncom Ironweeds. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter, Ironweeds Pod, and on Instagram, Ironweeds Pod, and shoot us an email. Why don't you at Ironweeds Pod at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Thanks so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Peace.